It's Saturday, and you're casually driving with your homie by your passenger seat. You pass another Subaru going the opposite direction. He waves. You wave. Your homie's like, do you know that guy? Yeah, I kinda do. Little does your homie know that you're part of another family, and that's called the Subaru Nation. Buckle up your seatbelts because you're about to experience the definition of Subaru. At its inception in the 1950s, Subaru focused on building compact people's cars, with an emphasis on suiting the needs of post-war Japan. In the early 80s, they decided to expand their global image through motorsports, and their sport of choice, Rally, is a sport so badass that you can't even do it alone. You need a co-pilot, you need a navigator. As if it wasn't enough, you're in the goddamn woods. You got dirt, you got snow, you got real ass roads, and there is a chance that you might end up into a tree, or a person. When you think about football, you think of the Fenerbahce. When you think about rally, you think Subaru. They weren't as successful as they are today. From 1980 to 1990, they only had one podium finish. In 1987, some dude named Possum Bourne got third at Rally New Zealand. However, things are about to change in the early 90s. They signed the motorsport legend Colin McRae. Ever heard of him? And halfway through the 1993 season, they ditched the bigger legacy and debuted the Impreza. The team was sponsored by State Express 555 Tobacco, and it wore the brand's colors of gold and blue. McRae and Ari Watsonen drove their new Impreza WRXs to place fifth in the team's championship. Yet the sponsorship between Subaru and the tobacco brand ended, and the WRX will forever be associated with that color scheme. The Impreza was a shortened version of the Legacy formula, a recipe of which all WRX are based on to this day. Four doors, all-wheel drive, and a flat-door boxer engine. The Impreza went on a sale in Japan in 1992, and Subaru offered a special package for their home market. Buyers had the option of a turbocharged model called the WRX, aka World Rally Experimental. Understand? Good. 1994 was a big year for Subaru and the Impreza. It marked the first year Subaru participated in every round of the World Rally Championship, and they introduced an even better WRX, the STI. It had carbon fiber strut tower braces, a better intercooler, and forged pistons. The STI also has some funky looking pink badges on it. In Japan, pink is associated with cherry blossoms, which symbolize a time of renewal and the fleeting of natural life. Well, let's put it on a race car. Subaru won the WRC title in 1995 because Toyota was caught cheating. Colin McRae won his first WRC title that year, and Subaru went on to win two more consecutive championships. To celebrate the hat-trick, they introduced the mother of all STIs, the Impreza 22B. It came with a functional hood scoop, flared fenders, fog light covers, and a massive and functional rear wing, and of course gold wheels. The 22B was truly a rally car for the street and Subaru only made 424 of them. Mitsubishi Lancer Evo, Ford Focus RS, Volkswagen Golf R, Honda Civic Type R, none of these would be available if it weren't for the WRX. The WRX got a refresh in 2006 with the release of the new Hawkeye models, or as I like to call them, the Pignos WRX. The next Impreza, released in 2008, got another redesign, and this time around, it was less edgy than previous cars, Subaru wanted the Impreza to be a little more similar to the mainstream competition. The new WRX had softer suspension and less aggressive looks. 
Most of Subaru fans dislikes this era and calls it the shitty era. Subaru admitted that they went too far trying to gain mainstream appeal with the WRX and upgraded the next year's model with the new suspension and 265 horsepower. I mean, at least you admit you're wrong. In 2011, a little company called Cosworth got their hands on the STI and they did something magical. They gave it 365 horsepower and 380 pound-feet of torque. It did 0 to 100 in 3.7 seconds and had brakes so good that you need to duct tape around your eyes to keep them in the sockets when you have stopped. This car was a monster. Unfortunately, only 75 were only produced. So I guess quality over quantity. Subaru continued to make the hatchback WRX until 2014. When they debuted their new sedan design, some fans say it's way too tame for the WRX heritage. While other people argue that the old ones were ugly anyway, and this is a step in the right direction. Whatever your opinion is, it's a good car. The 2015 model got a new twin scroll turbo making 268 horsepower and a 6-speed gearbox. Subaru proved its potential the next year by taking a modified 600 horsepower STI to the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man is one of the most extreme races on earth. The drivers and motorcycle guys fly around the island's 60km course. It's freaking nuts. The Psycho Subaru did it in just under 18 minutes, setting a new world record. Despite the WRX's frequent design changes through the years, one thing remains the same. It's just freaking cool. It made it acceptable to offer hood scoops, big wings, and noisy brakes from the factory. They brought companies down to our level. They listened. And sometimes, that's all it takes to make a huge impact. It attracts a driver who wants something a little funky but familiar. Fleshy, but accomplished. You want a rally-inspired ride Colin McRae will feel right at home in? No problem. Wanna slam it on the ground and have Istanbul's eyes on it? Go right ahead. You can go as crazy as you want because at the end of the day, the WRX can back it up. It's a really great car.